Welcome to Insert Title Here, and I have some very bad news to inform of all of you. <sighs> I think Charles is back. <sighs> so, uh, for those of you who don't know, a uh, long time ago, I started a campaign called Boycott Chuck Cheese, where uh, me and a bunch of people on uh, the internet decided it was a good idea to talk about how the evils of Charles Eugene Cheese, the proprietor and uh, executor of the establishment known as Chuck Cheese. And uh, it was a wild ride. For a very long time, he viciously tried to murder me. Uh, during my homelessness, the agent of chaos who was sent to me uh, and stabbed me in the, the park, I believe, uh, was actually an agent of Charles. <sighs> On 2020... I thought I'd finally murdered this rat bastard and left him for dead in a Nevada fucking junkyard, eviscerated and rotting. And his son, Charles Edward Cheese, had finally taken over. I thought Edward would be different, you know? I'm like, all right, this is just a kid. I can't do anything about this. Like, that would be immoral, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, various reasons you can't just go and destroy the entire family for the sins of the father, right? Like, that's just... Not only is that against the Geneva Conventions, but that's against, like, my own just personal moral code. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking go kill, uh, what was he, like, 16, 17 at the time? Look, uh, a year later? The sun too. What was that? There are some sins of the sun, too. Yeah, we're getting to that. About a year mm -hmm. later, uh, he started being a Twitch streamer, I guess. Uh, and this is when I started noticing things might have uh, not been as I, I seemed, or as they seemed. And uh, this rat bastard uh, looked directly into the camera, and as I'm sure you all know, went, BOGGERS! And then slowly turned his head back to the game he was playing. What was it, like Fall Guys? Probably. I don't know. Some cringe shit. Yeah, it, it, it was something. So if it was like Fall Guys, it was probably 2020 and not 2021. Whatever. It was after I murdered his father. Um, and I was like, all right, well, that was weird. But maybe he's just a, a, a cringy, cringe lord, cringe boy or something like that, you know? Um, but as it turned out, this goddamn rat bastard had been using the funds from his Twitch stream to invest in technology to bring Charles Eugene Cheese back to life because as it turned out Charles Edward Cheese actually did love his father What's my mistake like? but I still stand by it you know what what was that Devin I said what's that like What? what's what like <laughs> loving your father oh I don't know uh, yeah. the fucking, uh... wrong podcast bud <laughs> wrong podcast <laughs> We're dead inside. <laughs> Everything's going to be bad again. We thought the pandemic was again? about to be over. We thought we were about to be out of this. We thought fucking Joe Brandon president, the Mr. Man himself, was going to fucking walk around with with uh, the jab stab and fucking... Get us the. I sound like an anti-vaxer. Uh, get do. your vaccines. Uh, fucking. We we thought everything was gonna be okay, but it's it's not going to be okay because Charles Eugene Cheese is, if not already risen, about to be. So, at what point do you introduce yourself and show your music? 
The links are below. You know who I am. I'm Satahara. He's Adam, the British guy. The British lad is Adam. The the one who sounds very disappointed in the fact that we've opened up immediately talking about Charles Eugene Cheese and like he wants to just go fucking down 14 whiskey sours and then do 14 fucking high intensity gravity bong rips is Devin. Um, I don't know what that is, but I'm tempted now. He's the most talented of us all. Uh, you can, <laughs> That's see, you can see him at Devin Voivio on both Twitch and Twitter. I love him. He's my best friend. Without him, I would not have survived this long. Uh, Charles will come for you, too. Okay, I'm so sorry, he's Devin. a rat. Uh, Charles Eugene Cheese? Yes. He's a rat bastard. Okay. Uh, everybody so... thinks. So there, there's, this, there's this misconception that he's Charles Entertainment Cheese, but no. Uh, that is a lie. That's propaganda. That's rat bastard propaganda. Because if you forget that it's Eugene, um, it's it's less it's less uh, terrifying. Like Eugene was Oregon. I think it's in Oregon. Eugene, Oregon, horrible fucking place to live. Just terrifying. Uh, fucking my cousin Eugene, just the dumbest fucking stupidest motherfucker that you've ever met. Like I will slap that motherfucker in the face if I ever see him again. Eugene, fuck you. Like. If you if you're one of the 14 people that listens to this podcast, <laughs> you better fucking change that to 13 because I don't want you associated with this, you motherfucker. Or yeah, like every, you know, tell two of your friends to watch us. I'll be back to 14. Um, fucking yeah, just every Eugene's bad. What about Edwards? They vary, you know. But so he's a giant rat. So why do we not simply set up? A giant rat trap. Because he's smarter than all of us, to be to be frank. You know all you of sure the genocide that's, that's ever been committed in the in, in the history of everything. Yeah. Well, since that the was him. Yeah, that was Charles. God damn it. Well, why yeah. don't we just put a giant rat trap up and put like a copy of Mein Kampf in it? This has been insert time sure here. Yeah. <laughs> this has been insert time here. Uh, I retired from this podcast. Tell, like, it, was, it was a good run. 30 episodes? 30 we episodes 30 pretty episodes good. referencing Mein Kampf, and there it is. Yeah, we managed to go 30 old. episodes without either of the Jewish people referencing Mein Kampf. It was the fucking the British guy. The the one closest <laughs> to Hitler geographically. Fucking, uh, hey, 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 he, hey, hey. I'm just saying now, just saying now for my own skin. Two world wars and one world cup, doo-da, doo-da. And, <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> oh, Godwin is currently turning in his grave because I was the one after 30 episodes. God fucking damn it. Could be worse. Fucking... Could, uh, you're shaking your head, Devin. It could be worse. So could, you, you guys have two yeah, world wars. I mean, we could, we could say a certain... World... Uh, I was going to say we could have said a certain word uh, 110 times on our podcast. Oh, let's get off of that fast. Oof. But yeah, yeah sorry, Xander. Two world wars and one world cup. Doodah, doodah. Yeah, and you have a chance of bringing home a third world war more than you have of bringing the cup home. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, I mean, I'm not the states. So at least we've got a chance of bringing the cup home and not just the war. I mean, unnecessarily hey, you know, harsh, but you know what? That tracks. The United <laughs> States has a real man's game called football. I fucking hate the NFL. Can we actually talk about how NFL sucks for a second? Oh, no, I'm with you because I grew up playing rugby, so I can follow an NFL game, but it drives me nuts because of the stopping and starting. It drives me nuts that a game like that takes four hours to play because one of all the stopping and starting and two, they've got to cram as many advertisements in it as they fucking can. Okay, cool. It actually drives me insane. Adam's going to go with the normie way of why the NFL sucks. Have you seen the lawsuit that's uh, been launched against the yes! NFL lately? Oh my god, that shit too! 
Oh no, my god. Did you see that. how much money he was actually making? Peanuts! He was the least paid fucking coach out of all of them at three million. He was being offered to fucking make an extra $100 million per game lost to ensure that the Miami Dolphins fucking got the first draft pick and then was fired because he was on a winning streak. Utter bullshit. I'm just going to throw this out there, right? Championship managers in England for football, as in soccer football teams, were making about 10 times more than he would in certain situations. This is championship. This is the second division. This is the tier underneath the Premier League. Like, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. This is the head crazy. coach of the Miami fucking Dolphins, dude. My my formerly favorite team, purely because they had Dolphins. God. Fair enough. Like, damn. That, that, when I was reading through the details, that's fucking crazy. And I, I, I don't know. It just... I don't, that... The other thing about that sport that weirds me out is how oddly homogenized it is. Like, everyone's an American. Like, that's just, I don't know, that's just weird to me. Oh, yeah, how, like, even the NBA has, like, people outside of America, like, playing for it. Mm-hmm. Like, MLB, NBA, even the hockey leagues, you see, like, players from outside of the U.S. and Canada playing a lot. MLS especially, but, like, are you never... The NFL, it's all, Did like... Did you say Canada? Americans. Yeah, Canada. It's Canada. Okay. There's no, no, there's no I in it. No, no it's, it's Canada. Canada. It's there's Canada. no I in it. It's Canada. No. No, see, I... Uh, Judy Trudeau is not my not my prime minister. Hashtag not my prime minister. So uh, fucking he, <laughs> he's the ruler of Canada. The bad people. Uh, we're from the nation of Canada. The good people. Canada. Yeah, Canada. Yeah, Canada. Where you get the maple syrup from? <sighs> yeah, I, I think that prime minister the moose. Yeah, Canada, where you get the moose and the maple syrup from, and not Canada, where you get blackface and indigenous genocide. Damn. Oh, don't forget Canada, the land where you get a bunch of truckers acting like they're in the States. Like, come on, that, this, that, that is Kansas behavior, not Ottawa <laughs> That shit behavior. was hilarious because, like, uh, <laughs> this has been thrown out fucking multiple times. Like, over 90% of Canadian truckers were already fully vaccinated, so they weren't being stopped. Uh, the, the, the mandate wasn't you had to be vaccinated or you couldn't be a trucker or you'd be fired. It was if you weren't vaccinated, then you were suggested to quarantine after you fucking crossed the border back from the United States. You weren't even being mandated the vaccine. And um, a majority of it just seemed like it was a bunch of fucking well-placed astrotooth bullshit from fucking right-wing American fucking guys. Because, like, Tucker Carlson really and all those yeah. motherfuckers started, like, I kept backing that shit up. The only, like, right-wing Canadian person I see get on this, who's actually based in Canada, was, like, Peterson. Which was so oh, yeah. fucking weird, because I kept seeing Tucker Carlson on it, I kept seeing Ben Shabibo on it, I kept seeing fucking What's-His-Face there. The Fox News can't, like, it was weird. And I was, just, like, watching it, and I'm just like, you guys are, like, so you guys are complaining, of, you, you know, you have to complain about this, you're uh, protesting about this. But you ultimately are hurting yourselves more because when you guys eventually get this up and go back to work, you understand that you fuck your supply chain even more, right? You've, you've made yourselves ten times more work for when you go back after this is done. You understand that, right? It's just a fucking publicity stunt. Like, I can't see any tangible reason why it was done. Uh, had, like, my, I, my conspiracy theory behind it is just it was a fucking AstroTurf fucking thing. Like, somebody fucking like, hey, you know what would be fucking hilarious? If we own the libs like this. No, there's also been a movement recently uh, with a lot of... Uh... What's the word for them? I don't want to say, like, generalize all Canadians, but there's a bunch of really anti-Muslim Canadians 
who have been trying to push this whole sort of thing, and that's kind of what they've been piggybacking on the back of, is this whole thing that's been going on. Doesn't surprise me. What's up with the anti-Muslim Canadians? Bunch of pieces of shit. Bunch of racist pieces of shit. No, I mean, like, what's going on? Like, what's the story behind it? I I saw it earlier today. I, I, I would need to go back and look for it. All right, Canadians, um, as an American, if I can give you one word of advice, it's don't do the racism thing. That, that let let us take care of that. We're the we're we are the best at the racism. Just let us figure that shit out. Don't don't adopt it. it leaning into do, the racism is the opposite way that you should be going, Canada. Come on. Yeah, do do what we do in in England. Just you know, do the classism thing instead. That's way more effective. Plus, you can do oh, it no. with white people. No, no, you you guys do a weird fucking like version of racism too. Like it, it's not nearly as blatant as Americans, uh, and it usually is a classism thing. You're right, but like yeah. comments like uh, uh, Idris yeah. Elba being too streaked to play James Bond uh, yeah. coming out of a British person's mouth is pretty oh, racist. Yeah, I should probably clarify saying no. We have a problem with racism. It's no one as bad as the states, but classism is definitely not saying that they're small problems. But I would say classism is the bigger of the two. Not this is not me saying racism is a small problem in the UK because it's not. But classism is definitely the bigger one. Yeah. At least why what I grew up in understanding the south coast of England. Yeah, your privileged upbringing in South Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, a port town full of sailors who uh, would would sooner piss on Maggie Thatcher's uh, funeral pyre. I'm looking for some <laughs> sailors. Have you seen any sailors here? Ah, yes. You speak of the Shenmue, you guys see that Adult Swim or what it was airing the anime last night? There's a Shenmue anime. Yeah, yeah apparently it's good. Is it good? Apparently it's good, yeah. Well it makes sense a way it'll be good because the plot of those games would be perfect for an anime. I actually, don't want to shit on things people like, so I'm gonna stay silent. Yeah. Like, I, I think the plan is just gonna have loosely follow one through three and end it there, which makes sense. Um But three doesn't end anywhere. Three is Spoilers for Shenmue 3, I'm sorry. Spoilers no, for Shenmue That's 3, what... right here. It skipped to... I'm not putting the time code up. We know, Fucking... we know, we know. But I think the Shenmue point of the anime is to end it properly. It's 1% of the entire fucking story. And it's literally, nothing happens, and then you get dicked down at the end. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, we had to be grateful for Shenmue for what it did. Because I understand at the time we were like four years out from GTA 3. We were five years out from like any other major open world game. You know what I mean? We were a long way out. And this basically set that standard when Shenmue 1 dropped in 19, uh, 2000. Sorry. However, unlike the Sonic Adventure people, I would admit this Dreamcast classic is aged about as well as milk. Even at the time, it wasn't fun. The, um, like the 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 Virtua Fighter like fighting mechanics were fine. Obviously, I'm not talking about yeah. that. But like the overall majority of the way you interacted with this game in the world, the waiting system and all that shit, it just was counterintuitive to a game that was fun. And like, I'm sorry to be that guy, mm. but a game has to be fun for me to want to fucking stick around with it. You can. The second one's a lot better. The second one's a lot better. You can have a dramatic a fucking storyline that's like heart wrenching and shit. But still make your game fun. If I'm yeah. interacting with it, make it fun well, to interact with. The good news is a lot of the developers who worked on that are now working on the Yakuza series. And you can, you can kind of see where they went. They lent heavily into the uh, let's just go zany and nutty stuff. 
Oh yeah, they're both Sega, aren't they? Yes, they are. Shenmue 3 is a weird one, though, because, like, even throughout development, there was always some weird stuff going on. Like, they announced a Kickstarter at Sony's E3. Yeah, okay, that Okay, that's weird. And then, like, a couple of years into development, everything seems to be going fine. There's regular outputs coming out. No one seems to be that mad. Like, it seems to be uncontroversially chugging along. And then, what do they fucking do? Oh, hey, by the way, uh, it's going to be an Epic Store exclusive, and everyone just went, for fuck's sake. Oh, this is after people have... People have pre-ordered and spent money on it. And, like, I think there was some confusion for a while. Would they still get a Steam code? Did they pre-order it on... Did they ask for a PC version? And, like, no, you're going to get an Epic game code. And people were doing chargebacks. It was a whole fucking thing. I think it's on... I want to say it's on Steam now. A quick look. But, like, it was, uh... Not a good look. Because people were pretty upset. And this was, like, around the time of a few other games getting a lot of flack for doing the Epic Store thing. Yeah. Which I guess now Shenmue we've 3. just given up on. Shenmue 3 is now on Steam. Well, to be fair, Epic haven't really announced anything major for the past couple of years, and no one's really... Ca- oh, with the exception of Final Fantasy VII Remake. But, like, the thing the is... The entire Kingdom no Hearts one... series as well. Well, that's so. But, like, it's only been a few situations like that where the developer has kind of been, for lack of a better term, a bit of a grifter. Um, oh yeah, apparently fucking Neo The World Ends With You released on PC, and I didn't even know it released on PC because it was a fucking Epic Store exclusive the entire goddamn time. So not only did they not advertise that game at all, but they also just didn't even fucking make it into common knowledge that there was a PC version of that. You know what really pisses me off about that is that like they're complaining that the world, the Neo The World Ends With You didn't do that well, and just like, you barely fucking advertised the goddamn game. How are you going to complain that it didn't fucking do well? Like, yeah, it's seriously. your fault, if anything. There was, and like, no advertising game spots. Store. Yeah, it's a fucking goddamn Epic Store exclusive on PC. Fucking, so you, you can't do any sort of, like, fucking promotion, like, naturally on PC. Because, oh, fucking half the fucking people don't want to interact with the Epic Store for various way reasons. Way more than half. Yeah, way more and, than half. A lot. And, I was reading a stat that most of the people in the Epic Game Store don't even use it to buy games. They just literally use it as a Fortnite launcher. I'm using it as a Demon X Machina launcher because I gave it away for free. I'm like, eh, fuck it. And fucking I use it as Square spoiler. releases, like, two press releases for the entire fucking game. That, like, one's a trailer, and then fucking the other one's like, he- here's a letter from fucking uh, the president of Square Enix <laughs> about how he hopes that this game does pretty good. Oh my fucking god, dude. I haven't finished the game. Uh, I have mixed opinions on it that I keep to myself because I have not finished the game, therefore they're not fucking crit- valid criticisms because of the way I've played it. I acknowledge has completely uh, uh, robbed me of the ability to enjoy the game, and I will get back to it eventually after I finish uh, Pokemon and then I guess Undertale because I think that's next on my list or whatever. Um, but fucking... Um, they did not even give this game a fucking chance. They they did not fucking give it a shake at all. Like, I barely fucking saw this thing even be announced. I almost wonder if certain developers intentionally put that shit on the Epic Game Store as well, knowing it would generate some kind of controversy for a day or two on Twitter, in the hopes it generates some kind of press for them, because what was that game? Um, Ooblets. Like, the developer announced, with the thing, and they, asked, they had a picture of a character flossing. I'd never even heard of that game before then. And the next thing I hear is, like, they're complaining about getting, you know, uh, harassed on Twitter. Which, we're not here supporting harassment, but they're complaining about the treatment they got on Twitter from people after 
yeah, that's what I'm always wondering. A lot of these developers are announcing it and doing the Epic Game Store thing. Partly because the payoff is apparently ridiculous. Like, a lot of these developers are making up more money than the game could theoretically ever lose. So, by like, doing, signing these deals. But also, I wonder they're doing it because it's a, like, a negative. It's like a, a no, no, no such thing as bad press kind of deal, you know? Is that the game where you take those little creatures and force them into slave labor? I have no fucking clue. What game? Literally, I've never heard of the game before it was announced, and after, sorry, before the Epic announcement, and I haven't heard about a damn thing about it since. I don't even know what fucking game you're talking about. Ooblet. Some, somebody Ooblets. look up the the Pokemon sweatshop game. Excuse me, what? I would do it right Is now, that... but I'm painting a Gundam. Okay, oh, full disclosure sweatshop. for every listener at home, I'm, I'm, I'm painting a Gundam. I stopped playing Pokemon Legends Arceus to record this podcast. I hope you're fucking happy. I'm playing Pokemon Go right now. Don't worry about it. Um, Ooblets. Apparently, apparently it reviewed all right, but it came out middle of last year, July 2020. Oh, okay. I've, I, 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 it came out on Xbox One as well. Publishers, Gumbaland and... Oh, ew, double fine. Um, oh, uh, Xander, also, when I searched for Pokemon Sweatshop game, it came out with Pal World, and that's just like shitty Pokemon with guns. Maybe it was Pal World. The game is still in early access and has had numerous patches to fix open and horrible bugs. Wow. So, oh my god. August 1st, 2019, it was announced that it was to be an Epic Games for exclusive. It was announced by Columbulans Ben Wasser, who uh, he included what he felt of in joking language related to Christmas Epic Games Store, calling those who threatened to pirate Epic Games exclusive stores, blah, 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 blah. Immature, toxic gamers, but that situation was nothing to get worked up about. The announcement then led to a massive backlash, including individuals sending threatening abusive messages to developers, as well as false narrative being spread by platforms like Reddit. <laughs> Whilst they also engaged in hostile conversations with trolls and a small number of fans on their Discord server. The conversations then screenshots are taken out of context. This is a Wikipedia article. You can tell this guy wrote it himself. It was taken out of context. What well, can I see the screenshots? That's one of our individuals who fabricated a fake conversation, including one which showed Wassel claiming the game was, should be in gas chambers. Wasselate compiled his thoughts on the latter in a medium post, apologizing for acting in a hostile manner. Several fans were showing a screenshot of it, blah, 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 blah. You want to run that gas chamber one by me again, real quick? Yeah, he apparently was a fake screenshot in which he claimed to show this Wasser guy saying gamers should be in gas chambers. Okay, the screenshot was fake? According to this guy, yes, but. There's a par. I just I'm just googling it now. I've really just got my Google history is gonna be fun. I googled um gamers belong gamers belong in gas chambers. Apparent maybe apparent that's something you shouldn't Google. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, <laughs> so my Google Home went off when I said that. Apparently they claim it, but well, I, I in other know. news because I'd like to completely change topic now. off of that. I so I know that we had a um. Uh, a moratorium on talking about um, certain tokens. Oh god! But there's just—I'm not going to talk about. It. I'm not. But it's—it's—it's because it's, it's, it's funny because okay, so there's a there's a fighting game tournament that I really 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 want to go to. CEO. Oh, it's a and yeah, and uh, recently CEO Mr. J Bailey himself mm-hmm. tweeted. He, he tweeted. <laughs> uh, Exclusive NFT CEO launch trailer, and and if, and then people were getting really upset because they were just saw NFT were started getting upset, get, got mad. NFT stood for nice fun tournament. 
<laughs> Are you telling me he jabated everybody? He jabated everyone. <laughs> God, I love, people... I, I love Alex Jabaley. Oh my God, I love it. That's all I know. Like, see, like, like, there are some bad things mm. in the FGC. No lie, there was a lot of shit going on there. But like, Jabaley is not one of them. Jabaley is, is absolutely not one of them. No, I love God that bless guy. That, God bless that crazy Canadian bastard. That that guy alone makes me want to like go to a fighting game tournament just like just to go, like I, mm. I like I I'll try to compete like I'm n I'm nowhere near competitive, but like just because of like the work that goes into that one specifically and how many people I know who go to that one specifically, I that's the one I would want to go to just to just to give it a shot. Look at that detailed leg. He has a detailed Gundam leg. I love it. That's a nice leg. <sighs> I'm paneling. That's a nice leg. Anyway, um, I was trying to think of what else to talk about today. Well, we can just go ahead and oh, fucking talk about what I'm doing because I want to talk about model kits and shit again. Uh, fuck Let's it. talk about model kits. So, uh, for, the, for those of you at home who aren't uh, nerds like me, uh, I like to build fucking robots out of like fucking plastic model kits and shit started when i was a kid with zoids and shit as we've i think we talked about on a previous episode and then uh fucking i got into the gundam series purely because i started building the robots first and right now i'm panel lining a uh the very first gundam i ever built the transient gundam from build fighters uh, that i got to customize and then forgot to ever customize after i built it um and it's super cool and shit uh panel lining is where you just take like a a paint or a marker then you go along the lines of the the mech especially like on the white parts and then you just color them in so they have more detail and they just visually more appealing and it looks like you know you can see more of the design going on and stuff and fucking uh recently uh Devin has gotten into the Gundam series and I have I've been uh getting my Zoid collection bigger and uh I've been streaming, building some of these guys. And on the last episode, we kind of got Adam interested in trying it out. So I finally was able yes. to find a model kit for him. Uh, it's the real grade uh, Ava Unit 01 from fucking uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, fucking, mm -hmm. it's also made by Bondi. It's technically not a Gunpla because it's not a Gundam. It's, it's just a Plama plastic model. Uh, fucking... Um, but since it's made by Bondi, you'll see it like included in a lot of like Gunpla kind of like fucking, uh, like forms and stuff because cool, you know, we're all just like, whatever. It doesn't matter if it's not a Gunpla, if it's a plastic model and it's a mech, we generally want to see it. They're dope as fuck. Um, oh, fuck. it might be the same the kind of figures. model as my Lazengon then. What's up with the Lazengon? Uh, it's, uh, I'm looking at it right now. It's, uh, it says plastic model kit cross something. I'm have to go pick it up and look at it. Oh, have you built it yet? Oh uh, yeah, I I built the show. I built that one on stream. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it, it might not be a Gundam the Evangelion, but like, there's enough war crimes in that series for it to count. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, the the <laughs> thing sounds... with the the thing with yours is it's at the 144 scale, so it's the same as the high grade okay. uh, transient Gundam that I'm building right now oh, sure. or like detailing right now. So when it when it's built, they'll be around like, they'll be to scale with what they should be in like real life and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, on top of that, the real grade specifically, the one that you have, is designed to like be as if it was like a real robot in real life and stuff. So you may see some like uh, some mechanical like redesigns and stuff for some of this shit. I'm not sure how hard they go into the the redesigns on that because, from my understanding, uh, it's based on the rebuild movies and the rebuild uh, stuff is pretty like uh, intricate in their designs. But yeah, it should be fucking yeah. totally cool. I was wondering how tall it was going to be when I'm done with it. This is going to be so cool when it's put together. I forgot my Lazingon model comes with a uh, small Lord Genome. Oh, that's awesome. Aww. I love it. Also, uh, part of the foot just came off of my model. What the fucking hell? So who makes the Lazingon? Millimeter. Uh, Hold on. Let me, let me fix this foot real quick before I do anything. Yeah, that, that happens to model kits, especially if they use, like, the polycap designs, like, the high grades and stuff. Um, they yeah. have uh, the kind of, like, it's not quite rubber, but, you know, it's that softer, um, fucking more malleable plastic that they use for, like, their joints and stuff. And over time, they can weaken. Uh, you can actually tighten those up by uh, just taking a little bit of top coat paint and just applying it in the joint. Might. I might have to do that. I don't have any of that, though. Fuck, it keeps coming out. Fuck, man, that's why I hate model kits sometimes. I think it's about um, 17 and a half centimeters tall, so that's a pretty decent sized boy. I'm gonna be honest, I have no idea how to uh, visualize centimeters. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what that is in feet and inches. Um, fuck, give me a minute on that one. But yeah, I realized that uh, the fucking kit that I got for him was fucking uh, based on the rebuild movies and was released for that. And I was like, oh shit, the, that final fucking rebuild movie was actually like legit amazing and I loved it. And now I'm going to have to buy one for myself. I also bought uh, fucking Devin a, um, a Murasame Lager. Uh, fucking, um, it's a uh, third party kit by Supernova, I think. Uh, it's one of the ZA models. And essentially, they've taken the Zoids Aggressive like toy line that was released back in the day that was at a smaller scale. They scaled it up, and then they made it into a model kit. And this is like a limited edition version of that kit that's already like, you know, like a shorter run because it's third party. It's not like you know Kotobukiya or like fucking like Bandai, one of the bigger like you know producers making it. And it comes with uh, two sets of armor, and bo it's a, both are translucent, and it's fucking blue or green. And so whatever armor uh, color he picks for his. I also bought the thing. I'm going to pick the opposite armor, and we're going to have the same model kit. And then I found um, the Mugen Lager. It's like the, the white version of that Lager that was released during that time. They did the same thing for the Zoids Aggressive model of that, and there's a limited edition of that in clear. And I'm going to get that for Adam, if these things are good, that is. Uh -huh. Because as a third-party kits, and I've never built a Supernova thing, they could totally suck. Okay, so I don't know who makes this. It just says plastic model kit cross uh, Riobot. And it's distributed by Bluefin Brands. Uh, and it's Pliobot is basically what it's called. Uh, uh, I don't have uh, any I, other I'm pretty sure Bluefin is a Bondi brand. Okay. Uh, spell Pliobot for me. P-L-A-I-O-B-O-T. It's a really cool model, though. Like, here's the Koto, Kotobukiya Gurren Lagann I had. Oh, hell yeah. And then here... Then here's Lazengon right next to it. Are they the same scale? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <coughs> I'm looking up yeah, the seventy Pliobot. Seventeen and a half centimeters below is about six point eight inches. That tracks. So it's gonna Hell be a yeah. decently sized boy. 
Yeah, it looks like it's a Bandai kit. Um, so Bluefin, I think, is the American distributor that they used to do, but now that the uh, Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, I forgot how it fucking goes now. They've just recently restructured. Um, all of the model kits that they distribute are no longer going to be under the red Bandai logo like they have been. They're going to be distributed under the Bandai Spirits logo, the blue one. And I wonder okay. if um, I wonder if Bluefin's going to be phased out in favor of Bandai Spirits because I've seen like American kits like the Bandai Spirits logo rather than the Bluefin logo on it. Yeah, this one has this is a relatively new one. Uh, bu- 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 has Evangelion twenty twenty officially licensed. Blah, Bandai, it's the blue Bandai logo on it. Yeah, that's uh, because that was after the restructuring that they've released this. This is one of the newest kits that they've made. So the um early oh, cool. real grade uh um kits like the uh, mm-hmm. rx 782 uh suffer from what this one youtuber that i just got introduced to so i can't remember his name i'm sorry i'll try to pop it up in the video no i want i'm lazy uh fucking i'll mention you on the next episode or something when i memorize your name because i've been watching a lot of your videos at this point but fucking um they were like um they were talking about how early real great things they have like this uh, snap together like inner frame thing that allows it to do a lot of weird and cool like action poses and shit but it's made out of this plastic yeah. that over time gets a little bit floppy that you can like fix but it, they called it like early real grade syndrome but the later real grade ones they did away with this inner frame and they're more like uh, mini uh, master grade kits where this master grade uh, RX 7802 Gundam the Origin uh, model I have right here fucking um you build an entire robot inner frame and then you build the armor on top of that robot. And like, that's That's what you're going to get kind of like the experience from that. You're going to build like the inside of the Ava. So you might have to sacrifice your wife's soul uh, to like build it. I'm not entirely Ah, sure. Damn it. And then you could layer on the, like, Whoa, spoilers for fucking 300 year old fucking anime. (laughs) Yeah, about to say like even I think I think Evangelion's one of those series I think most everyone hasn't has seen and if you haven't like there's, there's a reason why people you know love it so much and why it's a why it's a why it's a classic so to speak. I will admit I didn't like the original series for a long time and I still have mixed feelings about it. But after um, this last rebuild of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 has come out, it's contextualized the entire franchise for me. Uh, and it, I appreciate pretty much everything about the series now. Like, 3.0 plus 1.0 is one of the most hopeful fucking movies I've ever watched in my life, and it comes from one of the most hopeless fucking series I've ever watched. It's amazing. I still, I still haven't watched Evangelion. Well, now that I'm no longer an Advent hater of it, I guess go ahead and give it a shot. I mean, I always told you to give it a shot anyway, but... ADV dub, ADV dub. If I can find it. I'll help you out with that. Don't worry about that. You know me. I'll I'll support the original release if I can. I'm not much into uh, sailing the high seas in search of content, well, if you know what I mean. The problem is the original release hasn't been re-released in about 20 years. It just came out on DVD, the full series, remember? Like Blu-ray. It literally like just came right, out. Right, but super limited run of those and super limited run of the limited edition there is however an no, actual no, like... they haven't released that yet there's still very limited run for the rest of it they would ga- did it to gauge interest but yeah they haven't released the uh the, the wide uh print yet 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 asterisk because there's definitely people it, interested in the worry. fucking thing but yeah no it's floating around out there Let's be sure when you can to legally purchase it. Just if you watch the Netflix one, like it's 
I'm not going to get on this because I'll be here for a long time, but there's a lot of things that were changed um, with the script. Mm-hmm. That was... So the story with the script for that one is that it was... The original script came through to ADV and they said, no, we need to localize this. And GainX pushed back and eventually said, fine, localize it, right? It gets localized, we get the masterpiece that is the Evangelion dub because that dub is super good. Because they went, they spent the time to localize it, put things in context, and clarify things better. You know, particularly when they translate things to English, particularly regarding a character who appears later in the series, which I'm not going to spoil anything for you because you haven't seen it. You know, um, it's a very important line. Let's just say a very important line. Um, you are worthy of my love. That's the line. Now, in the original straight translation that was given to ADV that Netflix used. Um, the line goes says, you are worthy of my grace, which in Japanese, that's being worthy of someone's grace and being worthy of someone's love is interchangeable in that sense, right? doesn't really translate to English, because being worthy of my grace is a bit different. It's a sort of bit of a poncy thing, you know? Sort of thing you expect to hear from, like, royalty or something like that. No, 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 no. Being worthy of my love is something entirely different. So, you see how this sort of thing happened a lot. Particularly a lot of the lines that Oscar gets when interacting with, um... Fuck, what's his name? Uh, Xander, help me out here. Misato's boyfriend. Kaji? Thank you, with Kaji. A lot of the lines when they interact are kind of really weirdly, like, doesn't make any sense because, like, she flirts with every every guy and every man in the series. That's just kind of what she does as a defense mechanism. Um, But, like, it comes off as way less flirty and innocent and, like, childish girlish crush and more, like, straight up, like, sex pest. And that, and that, it doesn't make any friggin' sense. And there's a lot of ways. And also, the voice acting quality is nowhere near as good. Uh, particularly whoever it is they've got doing Shinji um, in, uh, particularly in the in the movie, cannot scream, and it it's painful to listen to. TLDR, like, ADV version. Singing I don't know. I like Shinji in the new one. In the Netflix version? Yeah, isn't that Casey? Yeah. I have no idea, but then the, the, the Spike Spencer kind of owned that role, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm mixed on Spike Spencer uh, as an actor. Um, shit, any, I'm trying not to be mean, but anything I say will come off as mean. So next topic. Would <laughs> yeah. we'll have say would we'll have say he came down, he was put on earth to do one role, and that one role was Shinji Ikari, and we'll move on from there. I, I actually liked him better in Code Geass. <laughs> Um, I will say uh, Spike definitely improved way later. Um, whenever they went and did the Funimation dubs of um, fucking um, the Rebuild movies, one, two, and three, uh, fucking those yeah, were immaculate. Um, and then I guess Amazon went back and redubbed those when they got the distribution rights to them and did the entire ADV cast. And mm-hmm. uh, fucking he's fucking immaculate uh, still in in the new ones. Uh, fucking As, in Rebuild, I, fucking Spike Spencer. Ooh, amazing performance. So, yeah. As is Amanda Winley. I, I watched the elevator scene clip with Amanda Winley and Tiffany Grant. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. You know, I've been so. thinking recently a lot about anime dubbing and anime subbing, like, as you know, yeah. someone who's wanting to be a voice actor. And I can genuinely say, though, as good as some of the older dubs are, we have come a long way when it comes to the way that our voice actors now do infliction and do their, their acting, it's yeah. a lot better than it used to be. Yeah. My like big, I, I, 
uh, I was gonna say I've been recently so so as you guys know I've been watching Gundam recently I'm on Zeta Gundam now and um I thought just just why not I wanted to give it a shot and see I want I, I wanted to listen to a dub and, and see how the doublets was and I first listened to it in Japanese and I went back and listened to the dub of this scene and I don't know what it is specifically about this dub maybe it's just bad direction um but there was like not great emotion in this scene and it's and it's supposed to be a very emotional scene um so basically one of the characters has kind of thought that they were dead uh, the 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 whole crew of the argama thought this character was dead and camille the main character found her and he's just like he's just like oh my god you're you're safe you're alive you know but they think that this character is turn is like it's is a turncoat like she's gone to the other side she's become one of the enemy and he's like confused he's like well, okay well you're lying to us to to make yourself a better spy right like that's something i've heard of and she's like no i did this on my own free will and he gets really upset and he starts crying and he's just like you know he doesn't understand why she's done this and she's she starts crying she gets upset and she's like you know there's nothing for me on the argama and he's just like even if it's nothing, I can at least still protect you. Isn't that enough? You know, he's, he's very upset. And, you know, I could hear that inflection in the Japanese. You know, I could hear how upset the voice actors were because, they you know, I could feel that coming from them. But, like, in the dub, I, I didn't feel that at all. Yeah. So um, it, I'm pretty sure that's the Ocean Group dub, right? I, I assume I don't want to. I don't want to say it is because I don't know. So a lot of the issues that early dubs had, uh, you're right, is a lot of it direction. But they were also like rushed to get through those lines and stuff like that. And they also had to try to map mm -hmm. li lit match lip flaps. But then on top of that, a lot of the old dubbing houses that started out back in the day didn't really have big old fucking like studios and shit either. And so in order to get like more emotive scenes you would have to get louder then they wouldn't have the equipment necessary to be able to get that loud because it would be sensitive equipment because you know how i'm constantly like being like turn her shit down we're constantly peaking or whatever like on our own audio yeah yeah the way audio worked back then fucking was a goddamn nightmare so they would have to it was a mix of bad direction and necessity and yeah. like just brushing through it and yeah like dubbing and stuff has gotten a lot better um and people have gotten more prolific um because there's been an a rise in audio quality, audio technology. Uh, people have gotten more used to directing those adaptations and all that stuff. Um, the translations have gotten better as well. The localizations have like gotten a, a lot better, um, fuck, and all of that. And Unless it, you work on Netflix, yeah. And editing has gotten better yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, and fucking like I, I also so like uh, um my I love the original Ocean Group dub of the original Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid fucking <laughs> uh, Mobile Suit <laughs> Gun Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, you know, the original series. Uh, and fucking uh, the guy who plays Light Yagami plays Amuro Ray, And it's just weird hearing cool. it from him. But, like, I love that dub. But there's there's times in it where it's like, okay, yeah. Like, the direction on this was bad. Or they weren't able to watch the scene. Or, you know, they were being fed the lines. A lot of the issue, too, is that a lot of, like, anime, uh, even now, is recorded separately from each other. Whereas a lot of voice acting in, like, video games and shit that you hear, well, the reason why it's so fucking good and immaculate is because they're actually able to act off of each other and, like, that kind of stuff. Whereas you're giving your lines without context and all that kind of stuff. And so it's it's a mixture of all those things, and it was way worse back in the day. You also wonder, like, if it's partly that 
a lot of people are voice acting, uh, well, who are voice acting now, grew up watching some of those dubs and kind of went, I can do better than this. Yeah, I <laughs> I wanted that part of it too. I literally just just sat there and I was sitting there like, uh, you know, I think I could do this better. And not to say that I could. I don't want to come off as just like, a, oh, yeah, I'm way better than these these other voice actors here. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is just like, would I like to see a different dub of Zeta Gundam? Yeah, I think I think it can be done. Um, would I do it myself? I don't know, maybe. Uh, I, I know enough people who would probably be on board to do something like that who are talented voice actors in their own right. Uh, what, would you uh, want to be Shaw? Actually, you know, I really thought about it because it's like, I don't want to be Camille. Um, <laughs> uh, not that, no, and that's not saying I don't like Camille. It's just I don't think I could pull off Camille because um, he's got a very youthful exuberance to his voice, but he's also got that very frustrated um come off you know standoffish nature which i don't think i could um do very well as a younger character but uh i think i could do char just fine i I think i could i could if i put some practice into it i could probably pull off char or captain bright honestly you just want an excuse to record unironically the line i came here to laugh at you (laughs) i came here to laugh at you amaro you know oh my god zand who heard you cast zander as I mean, that's if he wanted to do it. And for argument's sake, Xander is Xander is ready and biting at the bit to get involved. You know, who do you cast Xander as? Uh, that's a great question. I think he'd be great as uh, probably Jared. He's the bad guy in that one. I hate Jared. Uh, I no. think. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I think you could pull him off. I think you could do well with him. Well, if not guy, Jared, maybe Soroko. Um or uh I could see you as as the as the commander of the Argama too. Just cast me as the bad guy, it works. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're supposed to be space Nazis, not space Brits. Look, I've seen enough American films that they just make the Germans British and they get them English accents and it's like, yes, Heil Hitler. Yeah. I like that. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. But, I mean, it could be done. Because here's the thing. There are a lot of great shows out there that were bungled because of a bad dub. Like, like let's, let's just full up just say it now. And I think a lot of them deserve a second chance so that way we can be, they can be taken much more seriously. Yeah. Because um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX really got fucked over by what four kids did to it because it's got a fantastic story in in the dub or not the dub the sub and it's taken 100 percent seriously no fucking jokes or or, or dumb shit like that and I think it's your game, God. yeah none of that none of that there and it's it's really dark and i genuinely think it deserves a second chance to be taken seriously um with an actual dub you know i i would like to hear that because here's the thing i love i love watching anime i really do and i've really been enjoying watching zeta gundam Hmm. but i would like to be able to multitask so that's why i like listening to dubs because i'll listen to the dub while doing something else like while i'm playing a game or while i'm like 
like looking at something online. I don't have to give a hundred percent attention because I can still hear what's going on. So but is, like, this is why this is how you end up watching sports at work, Devin. Just give in. I'm not. I will never. <laughs> but like with the sub, it's just like I have to pay attention because like there's all there's very few words in Japanese that I know, and the ones I do know, whenever I'm reading it, the sub is wrong because like someone is just like ah. Sarah's here, and then, but like the line was Sada Yahari, and it's just like it Yahari is like I knew it, and like I was just like, that's not what they said. That's not the the sub wrong, but whatever. I'm not gonna get to that level of being yeah, a fucking massive monster. That that's weed. wrong, but it's like interpretation. Yeah, because hmm. there's no but such thing as a one to one translation ever. Oh no, absolutely not. Like, like you know, weaves, you heard about the slap lawsuit that's been going on right now? The what lawsuit? So it's not the not the guy from before, a different anime YouTube person, right? Has been hit with a slap suit by um other com one of the companies that holds like Shonen Jump's IPs. Mm-hmm. And like the worst this... way to hit the slap suit, it's like it it's within US law. They basically fucked him over. I can't remember what the guy's name was now. Um the, 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 the... I don't know. But yeah, like we thought the stuff, um, we thought the stuff with, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, the thought stuff with, uh, was it Koei? Um, Toei was really bad. But yeah, so if those who don't know, a slap suit is a strategic lawsuit against public participation. It's intended to censor, intimidate, and silence critics by burdening with the cost of legal defense until they abandon their criticism or opposition. Um, so for those who don't know, fair use doesn't really exist in Japan. Right. Um, actually, to a point where even like film critics can get like sued if they give out too much information in reviews, like written reviews, which is really fucking bizarre. Um, and the Japanese way of thinking, particularly for the older guys, isn't doesn't really mesh well with, I guess, the internet because everyone's a critic and YouTube exists and people like making <laughs> critique videos on YouTube. Um, so we saw one. Was it uh something Jake? Ordinary Jake. Was that his guy's name? The first one? Like, that Toby was... took down like 300 videos and... LS totally Mark. not Mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one, yeah. And then there's one right now with somebody else. Um, uh, what the hell's this guy's name? Uh, but, point is, um, it was uh, Jump and they basically hit him with a... Uh, they hit him with a slap suit. I was like, they, they seriously hit him with a slap suit? A uh, suede. The guy's name is Suede. Never heard of him, but that's really shitty. Yeah, and it was uh, by Showpro. Wow. I mean... Like, it's absolutely bonkers. That's a really shitty thing to do. I mean, he's just... he's is he, As long as... I think... As long as a review isn't, like, just giving away, like, critical story details and is just being honest and being like, yeah, there are things about this that I didn't like and, you know, oh, this could have been written better. But, like, like that, if, even if, if they give away critical Yeah, even if the reviews is, like, still talk about yeah. the entirety of the fucking story, like, as long as they're criticizing yeah. the story, it, it doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, yeah. yeah, the only way, to be fair, the way fair use is with YouTube, particularly after the, uh, uh, the Klein versus Hosen bold guy dickhead thing, effectively that you can play clips, you can give away the whole thing, but you have to make a point of like making commentary or criticism of it, right? Yeah. It needs well, to be. Yeah. It needs to be shown that it is is tra It's a transformative work for it to count as fair use. On so the by very taking base it, level of it, yeah, yeah. And so I've 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 written report on this before. So mm -hmm. as long as they are taking it and they are, you know, 
using it in a transformative way by criticizing it and, and reviewing it, then it falls under fair use. It's sort of like the same thing with like a bridge series. They are transforming the property into something inherently different than what it was. Yeah. And that falls under fair use, despite what, you know, these IP owners think. Like a lot of it is that face doesn't really exist in Japan as it is, and so these guys they throw their weight around until right now yeah, YouTube but, finally got involved in the last one. This but, one YouTube is staying out of it because it's a slapsuit. Okay. Like, so on on this on this slapsuit thing, why why is yeah. he being sued? Does he use footage from the shows and their things, or is it written format? Uh, it's a video thing, so it's going to be I guess images and clips he's talking over, which in the states would count as fair use. In Japan, no. Okay, because I was about to say, because you mentioned, like, a, like a written thing earlier, and, like, I was like, that's mm. fucking stupid, because, like, a, a written that's, synopsis that's of a film yeah. is not a replacement for a thing, and it's not featuring any of the copyrighted work in there. Yeah, well, welcome to Japan. Like, that's that's a huge problem, and a lot of it, it hasn't also helped that a lot of the Japanese businesses are run by, for lack of a better term, older people who either don't understand the, you know, I guess how the internet influences uh, media outside Japan, but also most importantly, don't care. They just see the internet and people watching anime as a piracy thing. So, uh, in the upcoming anime games video, you're damn right we're making a lot of jokes at Tommy's expense. <laughs> oh, God. On that which, note... I've almost got this guy oh, all done. Go ahead. Nice. Oh, yeah. hey, I was on that note, I mean, as far as piracy is concerned, it's kind of a pain in the ass when trying to find some of these series because, like, yeah, they just don't post them up anywhere. They don't like have them available to watch on some of these sites, and it's it's, it's really annoying. Uh, and with that being said, as well, the same thing fucking happens with you know game. Uh, sites as well, like with Nintendo and everything, they like they'll be like, "Oh no, you can't, you can't legally download this game because we won't let you, and that's stealing from us." Like, okay, where can I buy it then? And they're just like, yeah, "Buy." Shut up. Exactly. It's just like you, you don't want people to illegally download and play Mother Three. Well, how the fuck are they gonna play it without you know you releasing it stateside? Yeah. Like you know, it's it. I mean, it also kind of gives you some kind of semblance to the way of thinking over there, I guess. But it's just the thing that drives me nuts the most about that, taking the preservation like front out of it, is just Nintendo is cripplingly aware of the value of video games, particularly a popular game or a low selling game years after the fact. Like, for God's sake, they wouldn't have put Earthbound on the fucking uh, Super Nintendo Classic in Europe if that wasn't the case. Mm hmm. What drives me nuts is they like to act like they don't, but they actively benefit from emulation of these older titles. There is no ifs, ands, or buts around it. They are actively benefiting from nostalgia dollars because you can't tell me that they wouldn't have bothered putting Earthbound on that fucking machine or on the Wii U eShop if it hadn't saw a research in popularity through the internet people emulating it. You yeah. can't tell me they didn't because that's the only way no, they you, fucking gauge of interest. You're, you're absolutely right. Like, I'd never... I had never played Earthbound before. In fact, I I know I only know Ness from fucking Super Smash Bros. Like I I never played yeah. it. And then like I looked into it. I was just like, oh, this is cool. And it's just like to buy a copy is like a thousand goddamn dollars, 
I'm like, it's I'm not, not quite that bad, it. but it's like 300 bucks now. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's like, I'm, not it's not pay, I'm not about to pay that much for a video game. I don't want to get started on the fucking. Oh, don't get me started on that. But like. <sighs> okay, actually, you know what? I am going to get started on that because we're still technically on this boat here. We can tell this, yeah. Like, I'm so fucking tired of people seeing games and and trying to sell the video games for way more than what they're they're actually worth like there's a person trying to sell a sealed copy of pokemon leaf green Mm -hmm. for like near on 200 fucking dollars i was like are you insane wait sealed yeah annoyingly they might get that that's what pisses me off too because it's just like i would unseal it and i would play the video game because i want to play fucking pokemon leaf green damn it but here's the thing i can't fucking buy it anywhere where it's not you know over 80 plus dollars and it's not available on nintendo console to, to download and play yeah that'd be nice actually can we get like gen 3 on virtual well, i know virtual doesn't exist on switch but can we get like them on switch that'd be nice. and here's the thing and and as far as emulation is concerned with nintendo Nintendo doesn't know how to emulate for shit, apparently. Because, like, not to mention, like, the massive number of issues that have been going on with the Nintendo 64 Switch emulator, where uh, it's crashed on uh, Super Mario 64, or no, Super, Super Paper Mario 64, or Paper Mario 64, whatever the fuck it is. Um, like, there's a, there's a, a bug specifically in this version where it'll crash if you get a game over with a specific character in your party and it will delete your save data too and uh i'm not sure if they've patched that yet but that was the most recent issue i've seen with it they have patched the issue with the water temple where you can't see your reflection but the fog is still not there and like apparently they fixed a lot of latency but like man in my experience, like I've, I don't even remember half these issues with like pro- the Project Sixty Four emulator or any other emulators I've used. And <laughs> another issue with with Nintendo's you know emulation is that they can't emulate their own Game Boy Advance very well either because like if you have a Game Boy Advance game on the 3DS, if you if you signed up if you purchased a 3DS. When they first came out and you were part of the ambassador program, Me. they gave you like what ten? Yeah, Alexander. Like they give you like what ten GBA games for free, right? Along with like along with it. Yep, that never fucking came out ever on that system for anybody else. Suck it, bitches. Yeah, yeah. So like, the thing with that is, <sighs> I don't know how I go about saying it. Like. It doesn't work very well. The GBA emulation they put on it doesn't work very well. Like you can't put it in sleep mode. You can't put your your DS in, in sleep mode or it'll stay on the whole time. That's annoying. Yeah, it's like they never did a sleep mode function or anything like that for it. Like not even like like and even if you hack your 3DS and put Game Boy Advance games on there, you still can't like have a sleep function. Like you have to like mod a sleep function in on the emulator or sorry on the rom of the game you're putting on there itself in order to have a sleep function that's really annoying yeah it's incredibly annoying and it's just like it's so frustrating because it's just and and people will defend it 
like Nintendrons will defend everything Nintendo does, and it's the most frustrating thing. Well, see that one, like that kind of makes sense. Um, that one tells me that they you have to actually add a fucking um sleep mode function to your game when you're developing the game itself. Otherwise, it won't recognize that. Which to me actually makes sense because there was a couple of games fucking growing up on the DS that fucking like just would not sleep mode for whatever reason. They just fucking like shut down the whole fucking thing, or they would fucking um. Or they just stay on when you like close it, and you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And but if it works when you patch the ROM, that makes sense. It's not it's not a um, it's it's not a interpreter level thing. It's not a like a mm-hmm. emulator level thing that you'd be able to do. If it works when you do the ROM, then that means it has to be implemented per software. And so now I want to look at like all these individual DS and 3DS games and see if like, oh, is the sleep mode suspension f- feature like part of the game? Because that's interesting. I mean, when you put it that way, that that's a little more interesting because I don't know when it when it comes to the, the the sleep mode. But what I do know is that I am just so tired of just Nintendo fans. I'm just I'm tired. They just have like the worst. They have the worst takes. Like apparently, like so. Back on the whole copyright claim thing, um, there has hmm. been a YouTube channel that uploaded a bunch of music uh, from different Nintendo games. And Nintendo, and I say that in quotes, quote unquote, Nintendo uh, launched a bunch of copyright claims against his channel, over 300, too overwhelming to fight back against, and he just got rid of his channel. It's very unfortunate. It's a lot of great music that's just gone. Hmm. With that being said, it wasn't Nintendo that did it. It was. It, it's actually been. It's been confirmed that it's. It's just um, someone who might be pretending to be Nintendo, um, oh, because when Nintendo launches a copyright claim. Now. They'll usually put Nintendo of Japan or Nintendo LLC. This was just yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. So it's very upsetting because he's already deleted his channel. There's no way to get that stuff back. Um, so that's unfortunate. And I'm, I'm sad that happened. Um, but with that being said, there are people out there who genuinely think it was Nintendo. And they defend that action. And they're like... Nintendo intended you for you to listen to these game, listen to this music while playing the game uh, and listening to outside is stealing. And it's just like, how the fuck would I listen to half these fucking songs if I don't own the game, or if the game never released in America? Oh, the new or maybe I want to listen. Yeah, or better yet, maybe I don't want to listen to it on the Game Boy Advance's shitty fucking speaker. Um, if you plug in, if you plug in your headphones, it's stereo. That's your own fault for not knowing that, asshole. Nintendo can do no wrong. Those are backwards. I'm sorry, I can, I can literally puncture argument right here, because Nintendo, especially in Japan, but only in Japan, annoyingly, loves to release game soundtracks on CD. Yeah. yeah like, it's one of the biggest things you see alongside the game will be the soundtrack on CD. And that's not really a thing here, sadly. I mean, it's become a thing in the digital age where uh, certain developers will put their music up on streaming sites. Like, Capcom is infamous for it. They love Sega. Like, random old game. Uh, Capcom and Sega, yeah. I think I was looking on Spotify the other day and I saw like Capcom added like another like 30, 40 random NES game soundtracks to the sound team playlist and Sega uploaded something. Like Sega oh, uploaded the I think the Sonic Mania soundtrack recently. Oh, nice. But like even like it's only a recent thing and even then, like getting physical editions can be a problem. Like I waited so long for Doom 2016's uh soundtrack to come out physically. I mean, I had the digital download of it, but I really wanted a um a digital da- a physical CD of it, which I mm. now have. I've had it for a while now. It's really nice to look at. Now, can I get the same thing at Doom Eternal? Uh, we'll, we'll see, because there's some issues going on there. But 
That's not even on streaming yeah. yet. Yeah, gross. Doom Eternal's fucking um, not even on streaming. I was about to say, fucking like. Uh, yeah, that's that's a whole. Please. We're not going to go on that topic because me and Dan will be here for a long no, time. No, let's get on the topic for a second. Uh, like, because we don't have to uh. be on it for forever. Hey, Microsoft, if you're going to ruin literally fucking my entire fucking life and buy all these fucking companies, can you at least do me a solid and fucking like give Mick Gordon a bunch of fucking money to just come back? And just take his fucking time with the the mix and master on that. I understand, like Mick was being a, a bit of a dick in that too. It's not. It wasn't just a one side was bad thing. I understand that. However, as the guy who made the music and as a musician myself, uh, fucking like I can understand that being rushed to fucking finish something in a shitty fucking way kind of pisses you off and kind of makes you act like maybe you're a little bit of an asshole. So hey, you know, just give him a little bit of money. Give Id some money so they shut the fuck up because you own them. Hey, you already did that. Yeah, congratulations. Give Mick some money. Let him finish the soundtrack. I want. Yes. I want. I want to be able to listen thing... to Meat Hook that not on YouTube. So the whole thing came. That whole thing came to a head before the Microsoft bow, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Microsoft fix that shit. Oh my god, Mike! Look, you've done a lot of good things recently. Like I know Zana's not going to give you praise, but I'll give you some praise for what you've done in the right department, right? Fix that. Just fix that for us, please. Anyway, so I get back on that topic. Like. Like, it's just kind of funny that Nintendo just hasn't bothered to do that. Like, it would be quite nice to boot up whatever streaming service you like and be able to put on the Mario Galaxy soundtrack. I'm just throwing it out there, Nintendo. You get paid per play on that, too. They know. I think you know, a lot of the issue with that, though, is, like, the Dragon <laughs> Quest issue, though, you know? So, like, I think uh, the way a lot of copyright stuff for music specifically works is that the composer still maintains a lot of the copyright for that, and so they, they can control where that thing goes. At least in Dragon Quest case, the... The whatever his name was, rest in shit asshole guy who died, who composed the music for the entire series and de denied things like the fucking horrible war crime atrocities that happened on Japan's behalf. And I think might have even denied the Holocaust once. Uh, citation needed. Uh, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Couldn't mm. be slander. Uh, fucking. Uh, but he's dead now. Who gives a fuck? Uh, fucking. He would always like release soundtracks and shit in Japan. And then give us the MIDI fucking versions in like the fucking English version games. Uh, f fucking like uh, Dragon Quest Eight, the re-release on 3DS in, J in Japanese, it has this fully orchestrated, beautiful fucking soundtrack. In English, we get the shitty fucking MIDI version. So what should be an amazing fucking version comes with like one of the worst fucking versions of the soundtrack ever. Which is ironic because the PlayStation Two version, the English uh, localization decided to uh, they they bought the licensing fees for the the uh like the the concert cd release of that that entire fucking soundtrack and then it put that in the game while they localized it so the the english ps2 version to me is the definitive version of the ps2 version and if you hack the 3ds version mm. it's a very good version but yeah i think uh i think music copyright specifically are tied up in a lot of composers i know a lot of the mega corporations own them outright but i think uh, some of them at least are tied up in the composers depending on how the deals are made also, yeah, Xander, like you are right. He did. He did deny. He is. A, he is a denier. Oh, cool. Fuck you. Rest in shit, asshole. I hope the fucking Madagascar that feast yeah, on your fucking died. body fucking grow real good and strong and fucking help me fucking pirate all your goddamn fucking shitty music. You fucking piece of shit. Fucking rest in piss. I'm gonna visit your grave and fucking piss all over it. I hope you're thirsty, mm. motherfucker. The I, if I recall, he actually well, hated the the Philharmonic orchestrated versions of his music. Uh, because like he he made them specifically for like like whatever like MIDI for whatever fucking reason and it's a sh super shitty sound font, but like it sounds so much better when you let an orchestra hit your shit and uh, 
Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, his whole philosophy was music is for listening to and games should not have this level of music in it. And like he would fucking like release his soundtracks in fully orchestrated separate from the fucking game. It was super shitty. Fuck that dude. Rest in piss. Fair enough. Um, my point though, like piracy is a uh, crime of convenience. I'm just going to throw it out there. Make your shit available easily. And piracy tends to, you know, subside a little bit yeah i think we've mentioned no it fact, on this podcast yeah. before specifically yeah. but like when everything was on netflix guess what i stopped doing right i mean i'll be honest like growing up i didn't have money to buy albums so i will be honest yeah i pirated a lot of music I may have accidentally downloaded corn, you know, .mp3 or .exe, you know, whatever. Uh, but, you know, but when that shit was <laughs> available, you know, when that shit's available fine. on demand, uh, I'm not going to pirate it, you know, because I'll just pull it up and listen to it. Like, I genuinely can't can't think of the last time, like, I downloaded a song that I didn't pay for. Like, I, I cannot remember yeah, the last time I did that. Well, obviously, copyright free stuff doesn't count because that's free anyway. Same thing with movies too. Sense. Like I, I can't think of the last time I, I bought a, uh, or or well, I would say bought. I can't think of the last time I got a pirated DVD or a pirated copy of a film aside from, uh, uh, one no that comment. came out recently. <laughs> yeah, no comment. No comment. Uh, no comment. The last one that uh, I did <laughs> no was comment. redacted, and then uh, the one before that I did was redacted um, because I just refused to watch that one in the theaters. And man, the scene where fucking redacted was blown up in the spaceship, but then fucking redacted was revealed to actually be alive, dude. Oh, that shit pissed me the fuck off. I was like, I'm so glad I didn't see redacted in theaters. And then fucking redacted came back <laughs> as a redacted ghost in front of redacted, and I was like, this is fucking shit. This movie fucking sucks. This movie's fucking bad. I'm so glad I stole this. And then there was this like fucking, there was this like a casino ad with this pinata in the middle of it. And then I was like, that oh just interrupted God. it and like was in front of the whole screen. And it was the most engaging part of that whole fucking movie. Redacted was fucking terrible. And then I saw a your movie sucks review on it. And he was like, and then there was this fucking pinata that push showed up in the middle of the movie. And I was like, he wants the same copy as me. <laughs> Oh, fuck me sideways. Oh, God, I was I was thinking about this recently because I, uh, you know, I'm not going to endorse anything, but if certain things are on certain redacteds, uh, I will do it because uh, those redacteds can frankly suck my left redacted. redacted. Uh, the only reason I watched that film because because I didn't want to go to theaters again to watch it because I didn't want to get sick. And yeah, honestly, if you now, are, right? if you are... Um, being a Yarhar Fiddly D because you don't want to go to a theater in the middle of a of a pandemic. I'm not gonna blame you for that. Fuck it, yeah, don't, don't go out, don't do that. The Batman's coming out on HBO, right? Hello, yeah, I think so. Hell yeah, because I I, I want to see that, but I don't really feel like going to the, you know. Well, lucky for you, your boy's got Hubbo Max. And uh, I can share that with y'all. So y'all, you can watch Obama. We can watch Obama? Obama. Obama. Hey, Obama, what do you think about Batman? Well, you see, I think that uh, Batman, he's a vigilante. And uh, <laughs> what he does, uh, 
uh, is against the Constitution of uh, the United States of America. And that if Batman uh, really wanted to do good, uh, you should let our boys in blue do it. But but Obama, what about the corruption within the Gotham Police Department? I mean, he can't truly expect them to be able to handle these kind of crimes that the supervillains just happen to pull off. Well, you see, that's a great question. Uh, but this paycheck that I got from Rikers Island uh, says otherwise. Also, quick Google. Uh, so the Batman is going through an exclusive stint in theaters for six weeks. And then in eight, on April 22nd, it'll hit HBO Max. But unlike um, the other HBO Max releases, where they've done like six weeks on HBO Max and then disappeared, uh, it'll stay on there forever after that. Okay, so cool. you're telling me uh, I'm going to have to watch a screener copy of this because they're going to try to... <laughs> I'm fine with waiting till, I'm fine with waiting till April 22nd because my birthday is April 18th. It'll be a birthday so, movie for you. We'll all watch it together. Hell yeah. It's fine by me, cause like what, like it's not that far out. Like fucking March, it's not even that far. Like March fourth, April twenty second. Listen, yeah, listen, listen, like, listen, 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 yeah. listen, listen. Robert Pattinson is going to show his fucking yes. goddamn giant fucking horse cock on camera for the first time, right? And, and yeah. second time, and his huh? pubis is going to be shaved into the shape of the bat, and I'm not going to miss that. Ooh. Well, I'll wait till it comes out on streaming because I can just be higher quality than the screen and copy. Um, <laughs> also, I don't think they're going for the award season on this one, so I don't think we'll see too many screen and copies floating around that are a decent quality, you know? With that being said, uh, I was going to... God damn it. You, you talked about your birthday coming up. Actually, my birthday is mm. next. Um, it is. Yours is in March. What do you want? I Can I, can I actually be honest? I'm not looking forward to my birthday for, like, the first time in years. Okay, okay, well, stop. I'm turning 30, okay? I'm gonna get all of the jokes from you motherfuckers. I don't want to hear it from you. No, it's it's not that I'm just gonna, <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting old. Like, I know I'm getting old. I don't fucking, I don't care that I'm getting old. But, like, the it's just, it's, it's... <sighs> like, I usually like my birthday because, like, I'm an attention-seeking whore, and I like when people pay attention to me and talk to me. Plus, birthday head is the best kind of head. Sure. But, like, I don't know what it is about this year, but in general, but, like, there's just nothing I'm looking forward to happening in this year. Like, I'm just fucking... Like... Sorry. I, I'm just fucking tired. You think it's just that there hasn't been like a reprieve, like in pre most normal years, there's like a big game release that comes up in March, you know? Or no, it's, it's not even that. It's not even, it's not even lack of game releases or lack of, mo or like movies I want to watch or lack of things I want to do. I think it's just that I'm just tired. Mm. Um, like of just everything, you know, I'm, I'm tired of my nine to five i'm tired of my just uninteresting life i've been going and dealing with lately it's just like after the last couple of years where i accomplished a lot of things yeah i'm kind of sitting here like the one big thing i want to do 
I can't really do right now. And that's why I have just no excitement for anything right now. I, 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 I don't mean to get too like depressing with you guys right now, but it's just like, bro, what the fuck am I even doing right now? You know, what am I doing with my life? You feel like you've kind of hit the most you can grow inside of this pandemic bubble, and now you kind of got to hope that you can wait for this pandemic to end to hit the other thing? I guess. Like, I guess that's it? Because, like, man, like... You're having an existential crisis, dude. I guess, yeah. yeah. Not where you want to be. Actually, I believe that the technical term also might be quarter-life crisis. So, a big issue that me and you specifically had is that a lot of the people we idolized and shit growing up were a bunch of young dudes who made success super young because they got lucky or they were rich and we didn't know about it. And so me and you have this thing in our head, even if we acknowledge it, it doesn't go away. We have this, this almost this expectation in our head that we should have already been where we wanted to be by now, or at least like somewhere along there where we're not like slaving away at a job we hate for a corporation that deserves to be fucking redacted by by redacted while redacted, 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 redacted. Uh, this part has been edited completely out by Alexander in post because he said a lot of really heinous shit. And uh, uh, frankly, I can't justify even trying to blank that out. And yeah, it's just made us really fucking super yeah. depressed and shit. And fucking... Um, we have to remember that, A, we weren't born rich. Unfortunately, we were super poor. Uh, whether our families want to admit it or not, or try to claim middle class or whatever, we weren't even fucking middle class. TBH, we didn't have a fucking chance. We didn't go to college. We didn't get our school paid for. We didn't have a fucking nest egg lined up. We didn't have a savings account lined up. I haven't even gone to the... I didn't fucking go to the dentist after fucking third grade. Like, I, I haven't... I didn't go to a doctor until, like, I was way older for, like, shit that should have been fucking, like, taken care of way beforehand. We grew up in environments and in situations and in material conditions that completely fucked us out of the ability to take advantage of the fact that we had these skills or these interests or these the ability to learn these talents and all that kind of shit. Um, and we've fallen behind because of that. And in our heads... We're beating ourselves up over it. We're blaming ourselves for it instead of recognizing that it's not our fault. We still have a lot of life to live and it's been very hard up to this point and it's gonna be really hard still to keep going. And the, the, the idea that we still have to keep fighting after we fought for so fucking long is one of the most exhausting fucking feelings that you can possibly go through. When you've spent 29 straight years of your life just trying to fucking survive because you just happened to roll the dice when you were born and you got fucking born into a family that, you know, kept the roof over your head, but, you know, sometimes you things didn't work out right or maybe you guys went without or something, you know? Like, you weren't on the edge of, like, fucking, like, the worst of the worst, don't get me wrong, but, you know, no. you, you weren't afforded the fucking, like the middle class fucking my dad makes fucking three hundred thousand dollars a year kind of like fucking even baseline fucking bullshit that a lot of the other people around us and a lot of people we looked at fucking were afforded and we have to slowly forgive ourselves for not being where we want to be while at the same time recognizing that that forgiveness that we're giving ourselves we don't even need to be giving ourselves because it's not our fault and that shit like it's hard to keep going it's gonna you're you're gonna have a lot of downtime, and when you feel exhausted or burned out, take the downtime. Just get a bunch of extra sleep. If you're like, I'm not excited for anything, and I don't want to do anything that day, fucking take a nap. Like sometimes, just sleeping. See, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, man, I hate sleep. 
because I feel like I've wasted my day and the number of times I have just crashed because I'm exhausted from work, but then also trying to do other stuff and, and, and just like, just trying to stay focused on a task. Like I will crash and not even realize that I've fallen asleep and then my day's gone. Like, yeah, dude, I, I, I took off from work early today because I just wasn't feeling good. And I crashed for three hours and I feel like I wasted that time. No. You know, it's like it's a big issue yeah. with me because I feel like if I'm not doing something, if I'm not recording something, if I'm not working on a project or something, like I'm wasting my fucking time. Yeah, and that's a psychological problem. You have to probably with help it would be better, but obviously you health care, blah blah and blah. And I can't get the help. Yeah. Uh, I can't get the help. That's the thing. Like I looked into getting like like man, like uh, my insurance sucks. Like, I, yeah, I have a, like a, a health spending account. It's like $500. And I was like, okay, I'm going to use this to start getting a therapist. I'm going to see how much it costs. And like the first therapist I saw that's in network for me costs like $200 for the first visit and then 51 for each additional visit. I'm like, wow, great. I can get like, what, six visits total? Like, fuck me. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, especially where you are, you're fucking, it's designed to fail. Um, My... I can't give this actual advice on the podcast because that's fraud. I will say that in private. Uh, fucking, um, but, but aside from that, uh, fucking. The first thing you're going to hear out of a lot of people's mouths whenever you bring up these kind of topics and the stress and stuff is, have you tried meditation? Mm -hmm. Smack them in the fucking face. Meditation doesn't <laughs> fucking do anything. It does not fucking make you feel better. It does not fucking magically solve your problems. It doesn't change the fucking material fucking conditions of your life that attribute to why you are. All it does is make you zone out for a little bit and make you go, hmm, I feel a little bit better. Sure, it can have some short-term benefits to it. Whatever. Uh, it's, but it's the same as a fucking sugar pill. It's a goddamn placebo. Yeah. There is no such fucking thing as spiritual fucking healing. None of that shit exists. What there is sexual healing. Yeah. Though. Oh yeah. Sexual healing. When I totally get that feeling. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk though. Sexual healing is an actual fucking power because before November, I was a broken fucking person. And after November, who, who boy, what pussy does to a motherfucker, <laughs> what pussy does to a motherfucker, but fucking we have to, with the, with the means that we have right now, try to come along to the, and can remind ourselves that if you're burned out, you're not going to be productive. So you're not wasting time taking that nap and resting and revitalizing yourself and like healing yourself and all that. If anything, you are increasing your productivity for the thing you want to do further down the line because you are less likely that next day to be burned out. And it's a it's a it's a slow, arduous process. I'm trying to fucking balance that out. Obviously, I'm not I don't have any room to talk. I have no time to stream because I have three hours of transit on top of the fucking nine hours I'm out of the house fucking and all yeah. that shit. And so I, I'm a, I, I have to try to figure out my own balance and shit. But fucking like the, the one thing I can say is that like it's not your fault that everything fucking sucks. It's not like you you have done what you can up to this point and you're continuing to as long as you don't give up, you're Things are going to get better. I, I said that almost reluctantly, but then as like my brain started flashing back where we came from, dude, holy shit, we came from fucking bullshit.
I was literally fucking homeless five years ago. Like we had nothing. We were eat we were surviving off of fucking Taco Bell every fucking day. Like and barely fucking surviving off of that kind of shit. Because like we were yeah. shitting out all the nutrition that we could possibly get because it was Taco Bell. What a fucking yeah. Taco Bell gives you. Butt we worked minimum wage, seven twenty-five an hour jobs and shit, and fucking had to live with people who didn't fucking respect us and had no fucking care or, or feeling for like who we are or what we wanted as people. And like, it feels like shit hasn't gotten better, but shit has totally fucking gotten better. And I like, I will do everything I fucking can to continue to fucking keep making shit get better, dude. It's just we gotta take it one step at a time. If you feel bad, if you feel down, if you feel tired, fucking take that rest and fucking just try to remind yourself. You need this rest because if you didn't take it and try to force yourself to do something else, you run the risk of making a project even worse or burning yourself out further or making yourself hate the thing you're trying to do. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of like, I kind of realized that I do need the rest because last night I went to bed earlier than I, I normally do. Cause I was just like, you know, I knew I needed to go to bed. And then, like, in the middle of my sleep, I had, like, a fantastic idea for that Yu-Gi-Oh! video I've been wanting to work on. I was just like, I don't think I would have thought about that if I hadn't just taken a nap. Yeah. Or, or tried to go to bed earlier. Which, the oh, idea I, was... I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Sometimes, like, for the past couple of days, I'm working on this new video, right? I've been trying to work out how to start it up. Like, because, you know, you saw me Ian let it out saying the first 15 seconds is so fucking important, Jesus Christ. And then, literally, I was... Do you know what I was doing when it hit me earlier? How to start it? Like, how to word that properly? What? I was literally, I was literally just sat... I think I'd just taken a shower. I was sat in here, and I was just watching this on YouTube. Like, just brain turned off. And then, ding! I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Here's the easy fucking joke. Yeah. I think I've changed the way I want to do mine. Um, because it used to just be, like, talking about these two games and why they're bad. But now it's just like... I've, ta I've been talking about a lot with Yu-Gi-Oh in general, but now it's just like with Master Duel coming out and then the Yu-Gi-Oh boomers coming back to it and being like, oh, I remember Yu-Gi-Oh being like this. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. Y'all want to see what the Yu-Gi-Oh you're talking about used to be like? Because here are a couple of <laughs> not great games that you can definitely give a shot and see where we came from compared to today. Um, oh, God. I would fucking love to do like a video with you at some point where we play like some of the old ones, particularly like the 2003 uh worldwide edition thing was some of the most broken shit you could do in that that makes some of the stuff that happens today look pain by comparison oh yeah absolutely absolutely i would love to like go and do some crazy like otk ftk shenanigan mm -hmm. bullshit like with those games and show people like Yu-Gi-Oh has always been a broken yeah. and, and to quote a specific a certain yami yugi Yu-Gi-Oh! is a broken, exploitable mess of a game, and I'm about to exploit the hell out of it. Oh my god. Uh, like, there's no banned list in that game of memory serves. Like, only certain versions of the game have a banned list or forbidden list. Yeah. So you can run three crush card viruses. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. Crush card virus isn't even that good. Right, but you think combine it with a few little tricks in there, and then... Uh... But no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I want to, if I want to get some shenanigans going, I'll just be like, oh, here's magical scientist and, and do magical scientist FTK or fucking uh, do a bunch of dumb shit like that. Like, cause I think magical scientist FTK is like all around having um, catapult turtle, magical scientist, and then summoning the fusion monsters and then tributing them with catapult turtle to inflict massive fucking damage. Mm-hmm. That was that was Legend of Blue Eyes. I think, yeah, two thousand four. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you will let me do that dumb bullshit, I will do that dumb bullshit. And that's kind of how, and I didn't mean to jump all the way to this, but it's just like, I want to talk about that. Like, I would like to yeah, make a video yeah. on that and show like, Hey guys, Yu-Gi-Oh has always kind of been this funky, weird game. There's one format where it wasn't this crazy bullshit. And then immediately after it became this crazy bullshit. <coughs> also, it wasn't Legend of Blue Eyes. It was it was probably sometime a little bit after that because I've done Legend of Blue Eyes format. That is mm. what people remember is uh, set one pass or summon a monster yeah. attack, and and that that's that is that format. Um, gotcha. The first very first expansion pack. That, I think it was yeah, Spell Ruler so. or Magic Ruler or something like that or Metal Raiders. I Legend of Blues was the first um, booster pack released in the world. That, that is the first set release. He is done. Yeah. That, that looks really There's cool. I'll actually post a picture of this on the video. Nice. No, you won't. Yes, I will. I'm taking it right now. No, you yep. won't. No, you won't. And now 28, Xander. What? Oh, can I just say uh, I was I've been listening back to some of our other podcasts because I've been I've, I've let them build up a little bit so I can listen to them when I drive and uh, I got to the one we had with Mark on the Cyberpunk 2077 minute discussion, um, and here Xander actually put in the fucking dolphin. Fucking killed me. You mean that's me making the noise? No, it wasn't that was a dolphin? Yeah, I'm that good. No, you're not. I've heard you, dolphin. God gun. Oh, shut up. Xander, do a dolphin noise. To come through on Discord. <laughs> Christ on a fucking bike. Good anyway, Lord. But, but yeah, but back to the whole topic at hand, though. It's like, yeah, I, I was able to come up with the idea and that flow of ideas because I let myself take that rest early. Um, I think I just need to accept the fact that dumb motherfuckers sleep more. Just go sleep. Yeah. Rest for the brain is good. Rest for the brain makes brain happier. Yeah. Brain generally work better with at least eight hours. Oh. So don't feel bad about sleeping on the weekend because brain happier for it. Yeah. But sometimes. Or you can do what I did and like have your brain freeze in 18 degree weather last night. <laughs> <laughs> and do dumb brain things. Yeah, but sometimes. What were you saying? Sometimes staying up in the morning, uh, fucking uh, can can help you fucking get the thing that you've been fucking wanting all your goddamn life. Uh, I I can confirm uh, that not only did the money go through, but the shipment is arriving. Fucking uh, I bought Kingo Julius. I have Kingo Julius. Hey! I spent five hundred fucking dollars on this goddamn Zoid. Woo! New, just unopened that in box. Never been fucking touched by any hands whatsoever. One of the rarest, most sought-after fucking, like, pinnacles of all Zoid collections. It's finally in my hand. And I got it with government money. Because I lost $3,000 on my fucking music last year. And apparently, that can be claimed on taxes. <laughs> so, now I understand how business nice. owners do it. Well, congratulations. Um, in that you officially lose all license to make fun of me for my Mars Matrix purchase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yours is a video game that you can't download it. I can't download a King Gojulis. You could 3D print okay, it. Okay, real talk though, if no. there's somebody out there who stumbles across <laughs> this fucking thing and is like, yo, I can 3D print you a fucking like Zoid or whatever, fucking hit me the fuck up because I'm interested in that shit. Because I can't 3D print that shit. 
I don't have that kind of fucking thing. The $500 spent on that fucking Kingo Jewelist is cheaper than the, the equipment that would be necessary to make a replica of it. And in most cases, you would have to resin cast it and not be able to 3D print it. 3D printing, uh, from what I understand, structural integrity uh, differs from like uh, injection molding and, uh, and resin kit casting and shit like that and wouldn't necessarily hold up for uh, Zoid construction. Yeah. However, if you can prove me wrong, prove me the fuck wrong because I love Zoids and I love piracy. And like Warhammer, seeing a shitload of people doing 3D printing, so I'm curious to see how. It yeah, because then I could be like, you wouldn't download a Zoid. I love those. I love those stupid commercials because it's like you wouldn't download a car. I'm like, the fuck you talking about? I'd absolutely download a car. Yeah. Let's go fucking download a fucking Ferrari. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, fucking Isaac Plumbo's fucking electric cars were they able to be fucking downloaded or some shit. I would like I hate his fucking electric cars. They run people over because they're fucking their driver's assistance things build as autopilot and dumb people don't read the fine print that tells them not an actual autopilot, not an autonomous driver. You need to be fucking driving. It's an assistant thing. And so fucking if Isaac Plumbo was like yeah, I released this new car and fucking, like, we could download it. I would download that shit in a heartbeat. I can't even fucking legally drive and I'd download that shit. Yes, I would download a car. Fucking hell. Fucking. I, <laughs> I, it, here's the thing. I would download anything and everything. I know we talked about, like, piracy a second ago, but, like, the internet has changed so much since these dumb commercials have come out. And it's just like, I can download whatever the fuck I want. Like, I literally am able to download, like, software that can let me, like, hack most of my consoles or, or whatever I want. Like, or mod right. my consoles or just do what I want. Because here's a beautiful thing um, about owning technology is being able to fuck with it, do what you want with it. Like... If I want to, like, mod my Game Boy Advance to have, like, a USB-C cable, which I'm not going to do that right now because I'm too scared to. But, like, if I wanted to, I could do that. If I wanted to mod my my Switch so I could put, like, like, like skin mods in Super Smash Bros. or, or, or Nude mods Mario Kart 8. Yeah, I would do that. I can do that. Like, like that's the cool thing about technology It's just, like, Bro, you could do basically whatever the fuck you want with the tech you own. You just learn how to do it and do it. Like, man, like, hacking my 3DS was the easiest damn thing I have ever done in my life. And I'm shocked I hadn't done it sooner. Like, it, it, there's just, like, this wellspring of shit I can do with it now. Yeah, that, that 3DS one was way easier than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, the easiest thing I've ever hacked in my life. And I've hacked a lot of my shit. Like, I'm just saying it. Like, I've done a lot of hacking, and that was the easiest one. The only thing I could think of that was even remotely close to being as easy was <laughs> probably hacking my Wii. That, that, that's the second easiest one I've done. I remember um, when I hacked Super Smash Brothers with you and did the palette swaps, and that was, like, the birth of my deep-seated hatred of Smash Brothers for a long time. I'm sorry about that still. Uh, and then, yeah, and then the other guy sat in the background. It shouldn't have been as difficult. And fucking chat. Yeah, it shouldn't have been as difficult as it was. was. Like, why aren't you done yet? And it's like, because I've never done this before and I have to learn it from the fucking ground up, asshole. And he's like, okay. And then fucking, I'm going to chat with my girlfriend more and just lays on your sister's bed fucking while he chats with his dumb girlfriend on the phone. Oh, that guy. Yeah. 
That guy, if you for whatever reason are watching this, fuck you. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> like, I did so much for you. Bitch, I paid you for all that shit. Suck my dick. Please don't, actually. I don't want you to suck my dick. That's not an invitation. Fucking transphobe ass. We'll, we'll talk about that off the podcast <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just, that's the cool thing about tech though. You can basically do whatever the hell you want. Just do it. Damn. I wish I could, uh, I wish I could download a hedgehog. You wouldn't download a hedgehog. <laughs> and on that note, would you download a podcast? No. Yeah, of course you would. Would you download you know, Charles you know, Eugene Cheese? Oh, fuck. Ooh, I downloaded. Does he have a soul? Do you think he downloaded his soul? He went, he went to the you pirate bay and looked back up. To, back to the thing we started with, actually. Did you know there's actually fucking lore for, like, Chuck E. Cheese? Yes, it's all propaganda. Like, it somehow. No, yeah, like, Flyer, a friend of ours, came into the Discord call the other day when we were talking about it, and then he's like, did you know there's lore for Chuck E. Cheese? Like, what do you mean there's lore for Chuck E. Cheese? And there's, like, a whole-ass storybook about how, like, he was an orphan, but he loved birthdays, and then he went to this pizza place, and he uh, discovered he could sing, uh, and his favorite song was the Happy Birthday song, and he made all the people happy because he sang Happy Birthday. I was just like, what so the an fuck? He's an orphan rat. He's an orphan rat. Unrat's <laughs> like one of like 1800. Why do you think I keep calling him rat bastard? There's 1800. Does that mean there's 1800 of them? Oh no. The Lando, hunt. The hunt is on. <coughs> no, unfortunately for us, since Charles' species of rat is so large, they typically give birth to one. I said unfortunately. Fortunately for us. <laughs> like, you, know, we, you just want to kill know. more Charles. No, I want Charles Maybe to be gone. Do you know how long he's been fucking haunting my entire goddamn fucking nightmare of a goddamn life? God, this motherfucker. I just wanted to play that stupid fucking dinosaur fighting game in a stupid fucking goddamn arcade cabinet on my goddamn sister's stupid fucking birthday. Then my stupid fucking aunt dragged me to that I didn't want to be at because I felt stupid while I was fucking there. And, but no, no, you can't just play it. You gotta convert your money to coins. But it's like, I already have quarters. Why can't I just use your quarters? Because you gotta convert them to coins. Why can't I just use my quarters, Chuck? Oh, you gotta use them. You gotta convert them to coins. Okay, fine. And then I convert them to coins. And it's like, hmm. Arcade machine one. broke. Fuck you! Arcade machine broke! After all of that! After I spend my hard-earned quarters on your fucking coins! And it won't even take your coins! Fuck you, Chuck! I'm coming for you! Why is he with Jack Nicholson right now? My man's upset because he couldn't go best of three in Marvel. It wasn't Marvel. It was a dinosaur fighting game. I played... Okay. The story makes it sound like I didn't get to play it at all. I got to play it. I was trying to play it again. I was out of coins. But the game, for whatever reason, malfunctioned in between me going to go grab more coins and going back. With complete fucking lie. I was apparently playing it too long, and they banned me from it, and they didn't want to just want to tell me that I couldn't fucking play it anymore, even though nobody else was playing it. Nobody else was in line for that, Chuck. Nobody else was in line, but they said no. I'm trying to think what dinosaur fighting game it was. They I had know weird shoes. A fighting game out it wasn't. There. It wasn't the one where they transformed from people to dinosaurs. Oh. It was fucking. They had oh. like shoes on them. It was weird. 
Like I played a T Rex with some sneaks on him. Uh, yeah, pri uh, it, it wasn't primal rage. I was just it? said no. Well, primal rage didn't have people. He has a uh, he has fucking sneakers on him. You know what? Let's look this up. Actually, you know what? We're doing an episode of what was that memory? Starring me, guy who forgets his own name. <laughs> How old am I? You're the same age as me. How old are you? I'm 28. Dinosaur fighting game, Chuck Cheese. What's a, this is the deep forbidden lore. Can I just talk about how much I miss arcades? Yeah, go ahead. Like, unironically. Oh, Dino-Rex? Like, when I was a kid, right, didn't have any gaming consoles. So my only way I got to play video games, aside from my Game Boy, was to go to the arcade. And, like, dude, I fucking loved playing games at the arcade. Like, I played Marvel Superheroes all the damn time. Like, that was my go-to game to play at the arcade. And, like, I would just play it every time I'd go there. Like, and I wasn't very good at it because, like, you know, I was, like, you know, six, seven. Wasn't very good at fighting games at the time because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But, like, I was, like, bro, I get to play Spider-Man? Bro, I get to play Wolverine? Hell yeah. And I just like, mash button and make web shoot and punch, you know, other guys. I'm like, I fucking love that game. And I, you just don't get that experience anymore. You know? Like, thank God I have found a local arcade here in where I live where I can go and, and just pay like five bucks and I can play whatever I want for like an hour. But... Yeah. Man, like, I, I I miss, I just miss arcades. I just miss that arcade feeling. God, I want to go to an arcade tomorrow, actually. I'm, I really want to go do that. The first time I ever went to an arcade was at Chuck Cheese, and then the second time I ever went to a place that could have even remotely been an arcade was when I went with you to the fucking bowling alley and there was Street Fighter. So I never got that experience. You never went to the... You never went to the arcade that was in the mall when it was Don't open? But every single time I'd look at that, I'd be like, hey, that looks interesting. And then my mom and dad would be like, remember the 80s and be like, arcades suck because it cost a bunch of money and they're all really hard. So you're not going in there. And then it closed. Oh, man, I missed yeah. Tilt. That's my life fucking my sucked, Devin, until I moved. <laughs> yeah. Tilt was fun, though. That was Man, when that arcade closed, my local arcade closed... I was so heartbroken, like hands down. And then like when my, when the laundromat I went to, cause the laundromat I went to also had Marvel superheroes. When we stopped going there, when they closed too, I was so upset. Cause I was just like, man, I really want an arcade cabinet of Marvel superheroes. <laughs> I think that's Did the one, one of those arcade one up ones. I would get one of those arcade one up things. That's the thing. Like, I think that's the big thing I want as an adult. My big dumb kid purchase would be an arcade cabinet of Marvel superheroes. Just, just give it to me. Didn't please. one of those? Um, I think I know. And one of those thing. remake ones come out. Yeah, yeah the, the arcade. arcade one yeah, how much are those? Like four hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, they're not cheap. Also, I think they're less than that, but like three hundred bucks. Let me check. I think the Marvel one specifically was was four hundred. Look that up. Yeah. While I'm still trying to find this goddamn dinosaur game. I'm going to try one more search. Marvel Superheroes Arcade went up. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's not $400. It's uh with the riser and everything, it's $500. Oh, yay. That's it. Though the countertop one, the countertop one is 180. It's on sale right now. 
There's arcade one ups in varying quality, I will say, just to be fat heads up on them. Some of them yeah. are really nice. I think the Marvel like, Superhero yeah, yeah. ones is one of the nice ones. Yeah, there's one that goes on your table. Uh, I found it right here. I kind of want it, but it's significantly cheaper. Yeah, I'm looking at the Street Fighter 2 one. It's like $440 with the riser. Jesus. It's a killer instinct one. That's cool. But anyway, uh, that's all I had to say about that. I think we're going to title this episode Devon's Quarter Life Crisis. <laughs> Did you find it? Hmm? Is he, is he, still, he still hasn't found this game. Xander. I can't. Xander, buddy. I can't. I can't find it. If there's mentions of Primal Rage being at Chuck E. Cheese, but like that's not the game. Like it, it was obviously Cretaceous Rage. Huh? Cretaceous Rage. That would be hilarious. Is is did you is that what it's called? I found a dinosaur fighting game. It looks there's, really shitty. Also, one was apparently in there in the nineties called Warpath Jurassic Park. No. Uh, the the T-Rex had fucking sneakers on, though. None of these fucking T-Rexes have sneakers. That's the issue. So like Primal Rage has like a like a similar like art style. Like, you know, like they would look kind of like clay like figures that were animated and stuff. But none of these fucking T-Rex be having yeah. sneakers though. I, I found one called Dino Rex, but uh, and it is a two D fighting game. But I don't see a T Rex with sneakers. Yeah, neither do I. I I open also opened up Dino Rex, being like, is that it? But those like, nah. Chuck E. Cheese Dino Sour fighting game. T Rex wearing sneakers. That just brought up a bunch of T Rex mascots <laughs> because apparently a T Rex wearing sneakers uh, is a fucking good old fun time. It's a meme. I mean, yeah. Would you like to wear some sneaky boys? There's some T-Rex sneakers there. Those are kind of ugly. Like, just looking at the pictures here, like, man, like, I am getting some, like, monster nostalgia. I remember another arcade I went to had, like, the Simpsons arcade game on it. That was fun. That's, that's a good-ass game. I haven't played that in forever. Yeah. There's another. There's another thing. They need to release more arcade games on on digital consoles. I'm sorry, but just let me let me play them. Like the fucking X Men arcade game. Come on. I officially give up on. That was uh, up for a long time. I give up on searching for this. I'm done. He has surrendered. He's he's throwing in the, the Spinovorus came back into my childhood and ripped the fucking goddamn entire fucking uh, existence of that fucking game out. He vored that game's existence, and so now nobody but me remembers it. And he did just to fuck with me. I will get you one day, Spinovorus. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> anyway, I think with that being said, um, I'm I am okay with calling it an episode after talking about a bunch of just fucking arcade machines. And yeah, they games. opened up a new John's um, down the yeah. street, so I'm 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 gonna go try that. I know John's dead. I know, you know that whole that shit happened. But what about Jono? I don't want to talk about Jono. John killed Jono. I still feel but bad about Jono, man. Okay. Real talk, though. Okay. We get this cereal sponsor, right? Jono 
for like one episode and he's super nice he's super dope like him and Devin seem pretty close like to the point where like Devin could call him and he doesn't answer he's like yeah he's dead and like he always answers his phone for Devin you know like fucking like that's how close these motherfuckers were for one episode and then fucking John from John's murders him like it's not fucking fair dude but anyway, yeah, so I guess in memory of Jono, I'm going to go eat at John's 2 that opened up, even though they're both dead. Uh, li- Was it John's or is it li- Johnny John's? It's, it's just John's. John too. Is it more pizza, more ingredients? So John? it's, it's, uh, it, it, <laughs> fucking, it, it's pizza, pizza, it, it's, ingredient, no, ingredient, it's wi- John, It's John. wife pizza, John. wife ingredient, <laughs> wife, his wife runs it. She His couldn't wife. come up with a better. Oh, she couldn't okay. come up with a better slogan. His wife yeah. runs it, so it's gonna support her and her kids. Hopefully, it tastes good. Um, man, we we killed him, man. We didn't do it. That was that was that was David. Yeah, Draymond. I mean, like technically that was David Draymond, but like, but that's like the same argument as like, oh, you know, I, I killed a man. Well, technically, it was the gun that killed him. Yeah, but we pulled the trigger. You know, like David wouldn't have killed John. If, if if it wasn't for us, so David was our gun. We we killed a man. Don't look at me. No, we I didn't. Still, I I got coffee out of it. Oh yeah. Also, me and Adam murdered the blue collar comedy tour on the way back. That's that's something we'll have to talk about next time. This has been intertitled here. You guys have a fucking great night. Make sure to look at the links below. We we probably Woo! shilled. You guys know how to shill. You we killed who? A great mix. Jeff Dunham, don't worry about it. Night. Jeff Fafa.